Welcome to Talking to Myself. I am Myra Kay, and I'm here with Hanky Quattro and Chocolate Chip. I am a 20-year communication professor who doesn't profess to know it all about communication, hence the name Talking to Myself, because trust me, I will walk right out of these doors and do everything wrong. So I'm not only talking to you about communication, but I'm talking to myself. So today we're talking about not talking. And what that means is we're talking about nonverbal communication. So that's anything that can be anything that deals with not words. So the way you adorn yourself, the way your voice sounds, the way you're using your space, the way you dress, anything that doesn't use words is considered nonverbal communication. So guys, what's been going on? How you been dealing with the quarantine? It's tough. It's, uh, I mean, you know, it's kind of tough when you just sit in the house for so long and, you know, it's, it's been like, what, over a month now, you know, just sitting in the house. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's different from everyday life, you know, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Chip, what you been doing? How's the, how's the quarantine keep treating you? It's going good for me. I just been, this boring, but, you know, it's not all that. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I'm a Generation Xer, you know, so I'm kind of used to it. I remember, you know, coming up, you know, I was able to get into the house. I had my key, you know, mom would give me some snacks. I had a TV, you know, I just, you know, had to handle my business. So I'm, I'm kind of used to being alone and watching TV and handling my handling what needs to be handled. So it's not that big of a deal to me, but I think this is the longest period of time I've just been at the house just chilling. And I know this is the longest period of time I've had home cooked meals since I was 12. I mean, I, I mean, I've been cooking it up. I've been cooking every day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So, you know, I thought it was fitting for us to kind of think about all the stuff that we're going through specifically since we are so stuck to the social distance thing. And it led me to think about Edward T. Hall's distances. You know, he was a researcher and really what he did just to kind of break it down was he stalked people, he watched them and he put people in categories. And so if he saw you close to people, right, anywhere from from skin to 18 inches away, he put you in a category of intimate distance. So that's like a baby or maybe someone you're really, really close to. That's like an intimate distance. And then from there, he would take like 18 inches to like four feet. And he considered that to be personal distance. So people who you're really still close to come within, I guess, what we would call the bubble. You know, we don't let anyone really, really too close, but that's the bubble. And then the next one after that, which is four feet to 12 feet, is where we are now, which is social distance. And so everyone, we're, we, we keep hearing, you know, social distance, six feet away, don't get too close. You know, we feel comfortable there. We can hear you from that distance. Those of us who have social anxiety, we, we still feel comfortable talking to you at that distance. And so, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a good way for us to still make our lives function and be comfortable. I went to the UPS store the other day to return something. And I saw this lady in there with her, I guess it was her husband, brother, somebody, it was a guy she was with. And she was like refusing to stand behind the tape that they established that was six feet away. And he told her, he was like, he tapped on the shoulder, like, come on, you know, step back here. And she looked at him like, shit, I, I'm good, wow. you know? And uh, he, he stepped back and she she refused. And I'm looking at her like, uh, step back, you know? <laughs> And I just remember I, when I did that, I thought to myself like, well, damn, wow, this is weird how I don't even know her. 
I'm eavesdropping on this conversation. She's really only a couple of inches away from the line. Mm. Why am I getting so hot about it? You know, why is he, and him too, he was even, you know, kind of like step back, mm. you know, and it made me think about this new normal. When we, when we leave this, you know, we're in Ohio. So of course our, our governor is saying that we're going to slowly start rolling out May 1st. Do you think guys that it's going to be like it was before? I mean, are we just going to like all of a sudden just like pick up and, you know, start going to Applebee's and kicking it with our friends, giving everybody high fives and hugs. You know, we're going to just go back to school like we were. Are we just going to go back to work like we were? What are, are there going to be some changes and are you going to be cool with it? You know, Chip, I mean, I know you're, you're in high school now. I know when I was in high school, you know, we were like in the hallway, the hall was all clogged up and close. Lunch was all close. You know, you had your boyfriend, girlfriend, you hugged up, you're sharing gum, you're eating, <laughs> <laughs> eating lunch together, doing all kinds of things. I don't know if that was sharing gum in my day. I, I was sharing gum, shoot, I don't know about you, I was sharing gum. I was doing all, you know, sharing all kinds of things, but you know, you're doing all this stuff in high school, but now, we have a, we might, or at least I think we're going to have a new normal. Chip, what do you think that looks like? The new normal right now is looking like people are going to be kind of scared to go back the way it was because I know the last time I went to school, we didn't have breakfast or lunch in the actual lunchroom. Okay. We just went straight to our class and had the lunch. Okay. So we didn't have breakfast at all. So I think we might still have those, you know, those same things when we go back to the school because people want to they don't want to get sick nobody okay. wants to get that disease okay. so you know okay and i know it's even worse because i think when you guys went back to school let's see my last day of school was march 11th and you guys were still in school full-fledged after march 11th right. which was prior to the governor saying no more than 10 people in a room so now that they're saying no more than 10 people in a room, I, if he goes back to that, that's going to really make a difference in classrooms, mm -hmm. hallways, lunchrooms. I mean, you might even have like, what, nine lunch periods. Right. You think about how, how are the hallways going to be handled? Because the hallways are, well, in high school, they're pretty wide. You do have wide hallways, but people are still going to be giving each other dap. Hugs, you know, all that stuff. What you, I mean, because y'all are hugging. Yeah, what we did was, um, when we first got into the school, we had went, like, bus by bus. And, like, after we, like, went straight to class. Like I said, we didn't have breakfast. So, like, each bus had gotten to the school. And after that bus, people had gotten to the school, you know, the next bus would go on. Okay. And so, on. Okay. so, they might continue that. That wasn't a bad idea. But, okay. So once each bus came and the, all those students were settled, then they would let the next bus. So it was very right. time consuming. It was very disorganized, but <laughs> you know, it, it worked. Okay. Well, they were just, they didn't know. Right. I mean, this is new for all of us. I mean, none right. of us, this is new across the board. None of us know what we're doing. Right. We're just trying to figure it out as we go. And the same thing goes for the school. I mean, they're just like, hey, we don't know what to do, but maybe this will work if we let each bus out right. and let each, you know, each student just go to their class individually right. and wash their hands. You know, I don't know how they're going to even handle Think about elementary schools, how they love right. hugging, hugging their teachers and they're touching everything. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how that would even work. But if they let the students go back to school, man, that's going to be a really tough job for teachers, mm -hmm. for the principal. I mean, I can't and just think how scared the parents are going to be. 
Just yeah. think about the teachers who don't want to come back to school because they're like, I don't know what these kids are bringing back. Right. Yeah, spread, you know? through, spread through the community. Yeah, you know? I don't know what these kids' parents have been, and right. you're gonna send these kids back into the school, and they might bring something back to me, and I have my own family. You mm-hmm. know, I have my own thing going on, and I'm gonna take this back to my family. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't want to come back to school. Yeah. So this is a very, I mean, because I could see if it was just a common cold, you know, but it's not. It's deadly. And so, you know, everyone's putting their lives on the line if they come back in. And so it's not, it's nothing to play with. It really isn't. Hanky, what do you think? When you think about this, this whole idea of the new normal, what do you think? Is it going to, are we going to go back to just running over to Applebee's? Are we going to be giving people that? We, we kissing folks? What are we going to be doing? It's definitely going to be people when the gates open May 1st or, you know, June 1st, whenever they start opening up the country. People, some people are going to run straight to the bars. <laughs> like, they've been, like, you know, deprived of the bars for, you know, years. And, you know, they're going to run straight to the bars, and it, that's just going to be that. But it's also going to be a, a good amount of people that are still going to be cautious, and they're still going to be in the house. Okay. Like I saw in the headlines the other day, Jacksonville's Beach just opened. Oh. You know, people can't, you know, some people, I understand that, you know, they open up the beach, you know, but... Some people have to be around the beach. I know some people that have to be around the beach, like, yeah, you know, yeah. for just uh, mental purposes. Like, yeah. you can't close down the beach like that, but people have to be smart. So, yeah. it's you know, you can't close down the world. People just got to think think ahead and, yeah. you know, do the right thing and, you know, use the right hygiene. And, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I was looking on the news last night, and I saw where um, President Trump tweeted out that he wanted people to... Um, you know, I guess go against their state government and, you know, get out there and (laughs) do what they want to do. You know, if you don't, if you're tired of being um, sheltered away, you should go out and let the government know by protesting, even though I think it was his idea to be, you know, shelter in place. But nonetheless, people are out and they're protesting in very specific states, well, really more than just specific states, but these that he targeted were Michigan, Virginia, and Minnesota, which happened to have Democratic um, governors. But nonetheless, these people are out by the hundreds, you know, really, really protesting. And from what I saw on the news, they weren't at a social distance, you know, they were right on top of each other. And, you know, God forbid that any of them have this virus. I mean, this is this could be dead. This could be deadly for their for their for their their states, you know. And it's because you know, really, that the president's like, "Hey, get out there and 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 fight for this, and and let your governor know that you're tired of being in the house and you want to go back to work." But we don't know who has what because some people actually have the virus and you can't tell they're, they're asymptomatic. So we don't know. So it's a really kind of, you know, it's, it's, a, it's touchy. It's scary. We don't have enough information to make those kinds of judgments. And it's even scarier when you have a leader who kind of, you know, sends those right. kinds of messages, you know, out to people. So it's, it's really, it's a, it's a super scary thing, you know, and I was kind of thinking about, you know, even we talk about the new normal, once we get out, but even prior to that, we think we can think about what we're doing now, you know, and I'm thinking about, you know, when everything kind of changed over for me, at least as a, as a teacher, I had to immediately change my face to face classes over to online. So that was a big change. 
And whatever meetings I had at work had to be changed over to online meetings. So a lot of Zoom had to, had to be put into place. A lot of Zoom meetings had to be put into place. And um, even like socially, you know, you have a need to have a social connection. And I had a couple of girlfriends say, hey, let's get together and have a Zoom happy hour. Let's put on some makeup and let's have some drinks and let's meet. I have my Zoom workout stuff. Hey, let's get up and work out via Zoom or via Skype. And I can't tell you, the first time I had to do a Zoom workout, a Zoom happy hour, I thought that shit was the worst shit in the world. I was like, this is horrible. I, I can't even do it. You know, this is this is some bullshit. I miss two things. I miss actual people, <laughs> the energy of actual people. And, you know, just, you know, music, I don't know, anything, just yeah. anything but this. This the is social horrible. interaction. Yeah, social interaction, the smells, everything. It's just horrible. But I think about by week two, I started to really, unfortunately, I got used to it. I got used to working out in my own home with people who are on Skype. I got used to just interacting in meetings with people all over the place. I got used to, you know, having some kind of happy hour with people. You know, you just figure it out and you make things happen because they have to happen. And I guess I'm hoping that some way we'll have some kind of happy medium where it won't just be all one thing or all another, but somewhere in the middle. You know, as I was telling you earlier, Hanky, you know, we still taking our shoes off at the airport. So I don't know that it will ever get back to where it was. You know, I was watching, you know, the news yesterday and the president was saying, oh yeah, we're going to get back. I don't know that we're ever going to get back because I'm not sure I'm going to ever get back because... I don't know how I feel about hugging folks. You know, I'm going to be giving you the elbow. I'm not going to be giving you no dab. We're going to be mm -hmm. doing elbows, you mm -hmm. know, for a good long time. So I don't know if I'm ever going to get back, but I am open to a new normal. And I am open to, as an educator, making sure that I always have an online backup or that, you know, my students have what they need technology-wise in case we do have this kind of snafu in the future. So when I think about that online backup, Chippy, I know right now you're you're a student, you're a high school student, mm -hmm. and everything's been thrown online, and you're in a Google Classroom almost in every last one of your classes. How, how are you taking it? What do you think? Do you like it, dislike it? Is it better, is it worse? How's it working for you? It's fine for me, um, but I know a lot of my classmates are saying that they've seen a decline in their grades. Okay, okay. So, you know, I prefer it, but I think it's more organized. Okay. But, you know, it's fine for me. Do you feel connected to your teachers? Do you think that you have more of a personal connection or not a personal connection? Or what do you think? Um, I feel like there's, I've drifted away from my teachers because, you know, I'm used to seeing them every day. Mm -hmm. And I'm used to talking to them. Mm -hmm. But now, like on Google Classroom, we talk some days, but like really it's brief. Like they might just like leave a comment, okay. but it's not, you know, as it was before. And you're fine with that. You're, you're good with. Yeah. I'm fine with it. With that level of interaction. But some people yeah. aren't. Some people like more immediacy. They like more right. communication. They like the eye contact. They like the touching, right. you know, they like more from their teachers and, right. you know, maybe at some point they'll adapt, but it's, right. might, it might take a while. You know, that's something they're not used to. They've had a certain kind of education for all these years, and now we're asking them to change on a dime, and it may right. not be easy. And it may not be easy for the teachers either to make that, that switch. So, Hanky, you had to, like, come home 
and your your job is like, hey, guess what? You work from home now. Yeah. How are you dealing with that? It's uh, it's cool. <clears throat> I like the idea. You know, everybody likes the idea of working in their PJs. I guess if you, if, I mean, if you, unless you like get up and get dressed like like you know, me, like a, reg- like a regular day. Like me, I get dressed every day. I put on cologne. See, I, I take know, a shower. I do my hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I might do that after, like after work or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, I just you know, it's it's kind of different working in your PJs or whatever. How you get down and you know. Staying in the same place that you work in, I kind of like the separation personally. Okay. Going to work and you know leaving it at work and then coming home. But, okay. You know it's it's different when uh when everything is at home and you know you go to bed and you gotta wake up and get right back to work okay. without any change. So yes, it's good and bad and pros and cons. Okay. Here we are at the end of the quarantine, and soon all of us will be released at some level, you know, slowly but surely we will be released into this new normal. And so we're just asking you to kind of think about how you are adapting and how you are going to use nonverbal communication to deal with your new normal. Thanks for listening. See you next time.